0: Taylor Moore. You are an insatiable man. And she loved them. Oh, you appeak it again. To death. We have evidence of attempted at murder. <laughs> Massive quantity of arsenic. Where would my father get arsenic from? An old-fashioned southern girl. Based on the incredible true murders of her husband, her lover, and her own father. Your first husband also died of arsenic. I form. didn't do it. And what it took to stop her. I brought him to Jesus. Elizabeth Montgomery, Black Widow Murders, NBC tonight. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew and I'm Mark and you are listening uh, to Television Movie Night, your home and resource for made for TV movies in the month of February. Mark, it's a short month. So that's why we didn't have an episode last week. Right. Because the the month is shorter. shorter. It's a shorter month. So that means less episodes. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense uh how you doing mark you ready Andrew for the Super Bowl the big game it's called the big game yesterday um what was your favorite part uh I liked the I liked Snoop Dogg's performance uh-huh I liked the um the commercial where Scarlett Johansson and uh Colin Jost remind us all that they're they're richer Mary. than us yeah, and, and that better they're, than us and they're that they were more attractive than us, yes. Yeah. And that they're um, I don't I don't necessarily happy. know what they were promoting, but it, it did make me feel worse, so I guess yeah. it worked. So that's that's advertising right there. Yeah. Uh I I liked all of the Cincinnati chili that was just being eaten in the stands. Delicious. They were just big, big bowls of chili mac. Like all the Bengals fans were just Eating it in mass, it, it seemed kind of nauseating, but you know, we got rid of the mask rule. So who fucking cares, right? Well, I also like that. Um, you know, one of the fun things about watching any football game, and especially the Super Bowl, is it's in the middle of February, it's mm-hmm. always very cold, you know, there's a chance of snow. And uh that was the case at SoFi Stadium yeah. in LA. It was uh, chilly 82 degrees all day. Now is SoFi is that related to to Sippy? The Syfi network. Sci-fi? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So So SoFi runs (laughs) Sifi. The home of uh Resident Alien. Yes. Starring Alan Tuttick. Um what's the one where the guy is trying to find his daughter, and there's a he has like a imaginary friend voiced by Patton Oswald. Oh um yes. Uh uh Hot hot, poppy. That's exactly what it is. There it is. All right. Uh, I don't believe that's on anymore. It was Christopher Maloney is the guy you're thinking of. Yes. From white, hot American summer (laughs) of all the things to pull that he's from, (laughs) not the, not the smash hit law and order organized crime. I mean, he's there too. Uh, Yeah. It's uh, what's the current temperature? 86 degrees. According to my watch, the high of 91 today. Wow, that is hot. February, Mark, hot enough for you. <laughs> Speaking uh, of hot, yeah, the hot, hot, hot sexy, hot, content. sexy February. So get, buckle up, everybody. In the month of February, Mark and I have been watching made for TV movies that have to do with marriage, love etc stuff valentines day um Galentine's day get valentines day um palindromes uh, uh parentheticals uh the movie parent trap the, th- th- lindsay lohan dina lohan and the rest uh and so we decided to fire this one up not knowing much about it so Keep that in mind. Bear with us. We watched this. It's entitled Black Widow Murders, the Blanche Taylor Moore story. And we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Mark, yeah, the Black Widow Murders, colon, the Blanche Taylor Moore story premiered on NBC on May third, nineteen ninety-three, right at the top of sweeps, that they knew they needed to get asses in the living rooms. They said, "What? A, what better way to do it than than a, a depressing story about this murderer? This the, a very sad murderer, alleged murderer." Uh, this movie was starred in. This movie starred Elizabeth Montgomery. You feeling all right? <laughs> This movie starred Elizabeth Montgomery from, Mark? Nothing that I know of. That's not true. Elizabeth Montgomery uh, is uh, uh, Samantha Stevens from Bewitched. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. We were just talking about... Oh, no. No, we weren't just talking about Bewitched. Never mind. Sorry. (laughs) We were talking about The Parent Trap. (laughs) I was listening to old episodes, and we mentioned... um, Uh, I dream of genie. <laughs> I watched. I went to the theaters to see that Will Ferrell, Nicole Kidman movie. Oh, yeah. It's bad. terrible. It's not good. Like there is that big rise of Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. like old school and all that stuff. And then he just did like a bunch of just crap. Sure. That's what you do, I guess. But like that land of the lost um uh, the other guys no the other guys is you and i know the other guys is great yes that's not crap that is that's something but there's they just he just was uh there. What's, what's the one where he's a character that's gonna get killed stranger than fiction oh yeah 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 uh, yeah so everything must go that's a, yeah uh i get stranger than fiction and dan in real life mixed up sometimes very similar Uh, Also starring David Clennon from The Thing. I was going to say he's Palmer in The Thing. He's in John Carpenter's The Thing. He's also a recurring character in 30-something, the very popular ABC show 30-something. Is that a sequel to (laughs) 20-something? Is that a show? I think so. No, I think you're thinking of 30-something. Oh, all right. Are you thinking of quarter life, which came out much, much later? That's I'm usually thinking of quarter life. Sometimes Andrew and I will be in a car together and I'll just say, you're thinking of quarter life. Aren't you? Do you know, do you know the show quarter life? No, I've talked about this show before NBC. So during the writer's strike, there was this big presence about having to get all of this content for television and The guys that made 30 something, which again was this big, huge show for ABC that was about navel gazing 30 somethings that were like, we're not young anymore, but we're not necessarily old yet. What are we going to do with our lives? And uh, the. Probably nothing if you haven't done it already. The creative. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you read my diary, Mark? (laughs) We are not supposed to talk about that. Uh, The. And the creative team behind 30-something came up with this web series. where yes. That was like a brand new, fresh revitalization of where shows could go called Quarter Life that NBC just like greenlit out of the box because they could cobble together episodes from what has already been shot and put it on air. And I, I remember, remember this they, now. They were yeah. making a big deal about it. The show premiered right around the writer's strike did terrible numbers i remember that there was it was going to premiere they were going to do a panel at paley fest and then like it got canceled before the panel even happened and they were just like we're not we i guess we aren't doing that one they just they just said no show today thank right. it's, you it just sucks but that that's quarter life but 30 something is the name of the show anyway this was written by uh, uh judith Paige Mitchell, who is a uh, who was a TV writer, TV movie writer, who's written stuff, including Desperate for Love. No, who isn't? Roses are for the rich. Um, sure. Sometimes sex and the single mom. You can't say that on Andrew. Come on. And it's follow up more sex and the single mom. That's that's just a smart name. It's it. I guess it seems like what there is sex in the city, but sex and, sex the, and single the single mom. mom. It should have been just the single mom, and then I'm like, oh, it's a spinoff to the single guy, the Jonathan Silverman. Yeah, or it could have been the single mom parentheses has sex. <laughs> oh, the single mom <laughs> is having mom is sex. Having <laughs> <city>. <laughs> She's having more sex. <laughs> Oh, man. What what kind of miscommunications are going to happen this week? Uh, this also, but this is based on a, a novel. This is adapted from the novel The Preacher's Girl by Jim Schutz. Well, wait, isn't this a true story? It is a true story, but this is a... There uh, was I'm a novelization. I'm guessing there's a non, non-fiction book about this uh, entire story, entitled Preacher's Girl. Jim Schuetz. And leaves Jim shoots and leaves Jim Jim shoots from the three look three three point line directed by Alan Metzger Alan Metzger who's directed episodes of Law and Order SVU presumably with Christopher Maloney yeah they probably met Uh, episodes of The Equalizer not um, the Queen Queen Latifah Latifah one no not the Queen Latifah one nor the two movies the old one uh, denzel washington the old one and also certain episodes of kojak oh i just watched uh the night stalker for the first time i thought Mm -hmm. it was great well i mean kojak was on for a while yeah mark before we jump in as you uh, alluded to this is based on a true story uh regarding blanche taylor moore what did you think this movie was gonna be about I thought it would be about a woman who kills a couple of people who kills her husbands. Yes, that's. And eventually the law catches up with her. That's kind of what I thought. Uh, If we are reaching back in the uh, history of time, I I was pretty much was like, we're doing a wife, mother murderer. Yeah, we're doing another one. Judith Light. She had a prior obligation. So we went and got uh, Elizabeth Montgomery. And so I thought this is and it's like in the south, watched a trailer for it. I said, This is this is what's gonna There's be. Southerners, yeah. We'll see if it is as uh, rollicking as my wife mother murderer is. <laughs> which was a hoot, as I recall. It was a blast. She was like uh buying new cars and and like driving around, She's writing checks for everything, bouncing checks everywhere. She and then brazenly just being like, Oh, yeah, let me get you taken. She this. didn't give a shit, and then turned up to be your own twin. Like that's, that was, now that's a twist. Now that's, that's in uh, uh, Philip Ogden Steyer. David Ogden Steyer. David Ogden Steyer was, he was, he was like, I don't care if you're wearing the brown wig or the blonde <laughs> wig. You're with me, baby. Well, let's see if it is as fun as that. As, did any of that happen? We jump in act one. Uh, this is a, uh, a thing that we'll get throughout the course of this film we have Blanche sitting in a in an empty room, she's in front of a black backdrop. She's uh, talking directly to camera. She gives a little bit a little bit of information about herself. Blanche here is played by Elizabeth Montgomery. Yes. Uh, She says that uh, her and her family grew up poor. She says her mother is still alive, but her dad's dead based on the way that she talks about her father. Seemed like the guy was kind of a prick, right? Not uh, not not excited about that, but we don't know why quite yet. We then open up on credits, and it's a fire, Mark. Oh my God, the 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 flames of passion. Yes, I I, I guess Hot. I'm not quite sure. A house is on fire. Firefighters bust in, and Blanche is talking with a police officer, who claims that a pervert broke into her house. And set her underwear on fire. (laughs) Okay. I can explain. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, you're going to be asking. You and the insurance adjuster are going to be asking a lot of questions. I woke up and Mm -hmm. I saw a pervert. I saw you. And 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 don't ask me to describe him because you know what a pervert is. You know what a pervert pervert is. All right. They just draw a picture of andrew yeah they gesture to our podcast they yeah. say, look <laughs> there i don't That's... i'm not saying it was them but it but was probably them. they did something uh so... if they didn't do this you got them dead to rights in about 40 other things 40 other pervert things so these perverts they um this pervert broke into her home yeah woke her up yep that fire to her underwear laid out her underwear on her bed she says and then set fire to it and uh you know mark how many times does this happen i mean it's almost a cliche that when you see it in the news you're like oh my god be original another pervert set another underwear on fire wakes someone up sets their underwear on fire um does like a visual memory of it because then they have to run out and then they can jerk off. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, you don't want to jerk off when there's fire. No, that's scary. Uh, the cop that she's talking to mentions uh, that, well, you know how these things happen. Perverts. And it perverts, we've, look, this town is, I, lady, I'd be lying if coming to this call prevents me from a, a, answering another 20 pervert calls, all right? Yeah. We're we're up to our ass and perverts here. <laughs> He says, well, yeah, the damnedest thing is, is that additional fires can spring up from something like this. Just one ember can come off of this and then set the damn fire well, again. Well, the fight. Yes, they say, uh, you know, there's obviously some water damage and smoke damage, but your house is still there. It's still good. It's all yours. Um, everything's think, fine. Yeah. And I also she, he basically intimates that I don't think insurance is going to pay out a ton on this because the, the house is not a total loss yet. Yeah. And then says, I got money problems. And then the two of them seem like they're conspiring to commit insurance fraud. It seems like it. Because he then says, fires like this can spring up at any moment. Any moment. Winks. She winks back. Don't know why they're winking, because... Cause he uh, goes back to his cop car and his underwear is spread out on the hood and it's and, been set afire. Yeah. He's like, Oh, oh <laughs> you, you turn around for two seconds in this goddamn town. Perverts are taking your underwear. Another perverts grab my, my, my underpants and set them on fire. Anyway, her boyfriend Raymond shows up in, in his uh, car and says, well, uh, you know, that's you stay over at my place. While we'll fix this all up, Blanche says, OK, she says, uh, but it's cold out here. I'm going to go back inside, grab my jacket, and then we can go. Yeah. Goes back inside, grabs her jacket, goes back outside. <laughs> They're driving the a car, driving away from the from the house. Raymond looks in the rearview mirror and he's like, um, I, uh, I don't want to say anything, but uh, I, think your, I think your house is on fire again. <laughs> your house is on fire again. She says, then she, she says, "Those damn perverts." Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many? How many pairs of underpants you got to set on fire, lady? <laughs> That's my question. I my question is, does she think there's multiple perverts? So <laughs> she's left, and another stranger is like, "Oh, that door's open. Well, that the there's some is, underwear I can set on fire." The thing is, is it wasn't a total loss, so. Like there's still underwear in there. Exactly. And the bedroom has been set on fire, but the pervert can still lay the, lay them on the couch on the kitchen table and then set them on fire (laughs) as perverts do. But she, uh, Raymond's like, we should stop and tell someone. And she says, no, Hmm. let, you know, per- pervert. They're just going to keep perving. They're we. What are we going to do? We're going to put it out, and then ten minutes later, more perverts are going to show and up. That's the thing, because you got to with perverts. It's like if you see one, you know, there's, there's, there's ten five more, five more in the walls. <laughs> All right, you got to get in there. You got to smoke. You got to smoke them out, and then you have to seal the entrances so that they can't get access. Because I, I had a bad pervert infestation a couple of weeks ago. Oh, it was rough. I laid out traps and I you put know. out <laughs> pictures of my family. Uh. <laughs> like um, used tissues, <laughs> stuff that you just like, you wouldn't think that it's going to be bait, but they'll come. Yeah. They, they'll come they'll, They around. sniff it from a mile away. <laughs> they'll come down from the hills. They have bad eyesight as well. So they follow the walls until they hit <laughs> what, what gross thing you've left out. <laughs> And you feel bad because you don't want to do glue traps because then they, they they're like, also away. inhumane, but also but, they're, but they, they're, they're get, pestilence. They get they get off on being stuck. That's the <laughs> issue. So now, now you you you've got more because you you put some out. So it's and it's you, a bit of a catch twenty two. Sometimes sometimes you're better off ignoring them altogether because they want to get caught. They like yeah, that. that's the other thing too. They're like, uh oh. So <laughs> you're you're look watching. at me, look at me looking at pictures of your feet. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're what You know, you got to pretend that you're just watching lingo at <laughs> two o'clock on the afternoon, <laughs> while they're in a corner somewhere reading, uh, like looking at your uh looking looking for looking at your pots and pans and like smelling for ones that haven't been cleaned yet <laughs> and you're just like just they'll they'll get bored they'll get tired and they'll go away We're and then we can girl. we can make lasagna all right yeah. but if you gotta you him. just well, trust the process if you look at them they're gonna be here for another two hours <laughs> uh let's see uh later we cut to uh blanche talking to dr Stephen root yes famed acclaimed character actor steven root is a psychiatrist in this movie uh as of the cohen brothers um uh, radio barry barry really didn't barry uh uh king of the hill dodgeball mm-hmm. office space all your Hilton. favorites all the all the big hitters Blanche says she doesn't have any more feelings for Raymond anymore. Aww. She says, "I that guy that tried to narc on me for those lousy perverts setting my house on fire and me choosing to do nothing about something about him just doesn't turn my crank anymore." Uh, later, we then fade to Easter, nineteen eighty-five, as Blanche flirts with a new minister in town oh yes reverend moore reverend moore just come in from antarctica he was says, doing a research project he says uh that I, that I saw that he says i saw the damnedest thing you guys with the these dogs <laughs> were, these norwegians were trying to kill a dog also uh it's you know um i have something know. i'd like to talk to you about can you come with me where we'll both be alone for <laughs> approximately two two to three minutes guys like uh computer games you guys like chess on computers yeah because uh i i like to play chess on computers but my old workplace we had one of those machines and then then the the damn thing smelled like burnt whiskey i don't know what the (laughs) hell happened but (laughs) that's the one scene that kind of just sticks out in my mind that like (laughs) there's there's only so much to do up in antarctica and they had they Imagine you are locked in, like you're on a mission to Mars, yeah, and all you had was like a PlayStation 2, Uh uh-huh, and a couple games, and one day you go in, you're just like, I just gotta blow up some steam. You gotta play some crash bandicoot, crash team racing. You go in and somebody has dumped like a gross warm beer all over this thing,
1: (laughs) purposefully and and maliciously.
0: What the fuck, man? (laughs) This is all we had. We didn't have any movies. We didn't have any. We don't have TV out here. No internet. I just wanted to fucking play Metal Gear Solid 2. That's all I wanted. That's all I can do. And I can't even do that now. And yet there's like a snapped copy of like NBA 2K2 and a beer poured all over this. And you can you can kind of piece together what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you can recreate the crime. Um. Andrew, speaking of missions to Mars, yes, I was talking to a friend of our uh, was a, I was at work and a friend of ours came in, Mark Roden. Yeah. and uh, came into the break room and he was he loudly announced that I'm one of his favorite people in the world. Wow. Okay. Which is a great compliment. And I said, Do you mean that, Mark? And he said, Absolutely. And I said, If the Earth was dying, and which it is, and there was a space shuttle that's gonna take us to a colony on the moon. It's it can only hold 100 people. Mm -hmm. You get to pick the people. Do I get to make? Do I make that cut? And he said, "Hard to say." And I was like, "Okay, all right, right. okay, fair. That's fair." Mm -hmm. And then he thought about it a little more, and then he said, "It would probably just be me and 99 hot women." I mean, the man's honest. then I, I said, so, but you would check to see if any of them have like construction skills or anything. And he said, oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh. <laughs> no, you would you would be like uh, maybe you, you could probably get a couple doctors here and there and somebody who can make food, but beyond that, what, you know, yeah. this this entire mission is going to be <laughs> just completely gone in about forty years. So. <laughs> You might as well while we can, ride yeah. yeah ride the rails while you can uh there's a new minister in town and blanche flirts with reverend moore yep. who also seems fairly interested in her seems to be but blanche specifically plays hard to get she says men love the chase the show the abc show the, the chase. abc show the chase <laughs> got uh airing the, this summer that's right at work, which is a local grocery store for Blanche, uh, Blanche spies a big fat manager who is a scumbag, <laughs> real absolute creep. He just walks up to one of his employees, he just walks up and he's like, Can I touch your vagina? And she's like, Oh my god, <laughs> Ew. and he's like, Ah, <laughs> it's the <laughs> 80s, who are you gonna tell? <laughs> <laughs> Then he walks Spokes a big cigar. Then he walks by a guy and he's like, you're getting me strange lately. And like, oh my <laughs> god! Jesus. Come he on. You can, can see this on TV. Jeez. Blanche sees that uh, the reverend has left a calling card for her at her house. Yeah. He came a hmm and uh calls back and sets up a date with the reverend and then brags to her adult children that her, that, uh, Mama still got it. Mama has still got it. She says, "I got a new boyfriend," despite the fact that she's still with Raymond. Yes.
1: Blanche Even goes. She
0: told Stephen Root it was over. Yeah, she's like, "I don't like Raymond anymore." But Blanche then goes and flirts with Raymond at the grocery store where he also works. Yes, uh, and then goes up to talk to Mister Denton, who is the sleazy scumbag that we saw earlier. She. Goes up and says, I uh, don't like the way that you talk to the other cashiers. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Denton harasses her. She, says, This is this is so bizarre because she comes into her boss's office mm-hmm. and he is immediately just harassing her. Yeah. In it's, the grossest it's, way, like not even like, like he thinks he's being charming and sexy, uh, but it's just disgusting. And I was like doesn't this isn't how anybody ever acts well that's the thing this is how you this is how people act in like hr videos but yes yeah. yeah, as, as soon as she opens the door uh he's he's he's, looking, he's, he's like, like yeah hey sugar, sugar he's like sugar yeah if i told you you had a nice body would you hold it against me <laughs> like it's that kind of stuff but not even that suave he's basically like i heard a pervert burned your panties <laughs> hope there's still some around and that's yeah and it's like is this i'd like to burn them is this guy i'm a pervert because i'm a pervert (laughs) he's like i was in line and then i had (laughs) had to go to the bathroom and the whole goddamn house down. is this guy's like corporate job like like he's like they called me in from corporate i'm i'm your harasser i'm here to harass i'm here to because that's all he does because he walks in and then he just immediately makes a beeline to start harassing people and then well, if it it is goes his job, up to the office if it is his job he's getting he's not getting paid enough because this guy is from minute one from minute he one yeah, there's the there's no, there's no he wind is. up. no like there's go no, hang his, on let me get my coffee i gotta get coffee I'll I'll, let me let me send a couple of emails before i really start digging into it no it's like as soon as he steps in he's from the home office it's like yeah it's like it would be like if a guy's like the aisles aren't fronted we need to we need to tighten up the ship here he comes in and he's yeah. just like Who's not being harassed? I see a lot of people here who are not being bothered uh, with uh, like mental threats or sexual harassment. And I, (laughs) I see this guy in the back, this stock boy who thinks he's going to get away with it, but don't worry. I'll find a way to harass him and make it uncomfortable. (laughs) Hey, you get your dick wet recently. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Like, don't worry. We'll talk about it later in the locker room. <laughs> and the was like, we have a locker room. He's yep. like, Yeah. We just installed it. <laughs> right next to my office. We have the we have the wettest, the dampest towels that we can just <laughs> just smack Snap each other's, each other's ass. Just <laughs> mandatory grab ass at five o'clock, folks. I just wanna I I I just wanna check the bulletin board. It's been on there for a while, but I just want to remind it's today. Yeah. Don't tell me today. you gotta go pick up your kid. You had time to figure that out. You're getting grab assed in the showers. Later, talking to Dr. Stephen Rood, Blanche says that Mr. Denton reminds her of her father, uh, who she says left them high and dry to live with his other family. Yeah. While driving home, however, Blanche has an unsettling flashback about her father dragging her through the woods. We don't necessarily know what this means quite yet. Later, the Reverend and Blanche are getting closer and then smooch in public. Yeah hot later later mr denton then touches blanches butt and gets slapped for his troubles at yeah. uh, at work who then immediately she says you're you're gross i will i i don't like that mr denton then turns around and excu- accuses her of stealing from the till ah classic he says, "Oh, it seems that uh, I'm gonna have to get you fired because you've been stealing from the till." Uh, Blanche denies denies this. This and- this becomes strange because what we know about Blanche eventually like, is that she probably was stealing, which means Mr. Denton knew about it and was like, "Well, as long as I get to harass her, I think uh, I think we'll be fine." Uh, yeah, he had black no material. He's, he's just a horrible. He's just really bad at his job in addition to being a pervert yeah uh we're later told that blanche uh that the grocery store chain asked blanche to take a lie detector test which she refused and was fired for it yeah but uh she said that we're told that she took this as an offense to her character that she wouldn't take this lie detector test which i I, that's the one i fall on also, like how you know, religious exemption. How is it that a job can force you to take a lie detector test like that? I mean, I mean, it's like a crappy grocery store can just say, it, take a lie detector test. I guess they're not legally, uh, they're not, they're not legal anyway. Yeah, not admissible. Blanche later fights with Raymond, who is being a bit of a layabout. He's living the high life on a, crappy futon in a trailer park <laughs> as some that assist did. as some assistant managers or some jerk off who comes up to him all the time and is like hey man hey didn't we say we were going to share pictures of chicks <laughs> we banged it's like no did you see the new talent he's oh, like that kind God. of guy who comes up and you're like oh gross uh but blanche blanche like throws stuff at him and he's just kind of laying in his in his underpants and he's like you knew what you were getting into baby <laughs> you knew what the, you knew you know i sucked but at the end of all of it he offers to buy her a new car a brand new car every six months meanwhile the stuff with the reverend is still happening at the same time at the same time as you her- think it would be hard to keep this secret in a smallish town you would think so either the reverend is like willfully ignorant or uh she's really good at covering her tracks yeah but the reverend is confused because he's like well we we seem to be getting closer and we've been dating for a while but why would a friend because she could she terms raymond a male as, friend she terms raymond as like a her closest oldest friend He's like, why would a, a friend of yours like this buy you a new car? Which I asked the same Gee. question, Mark. You're asking me that question right now? If you like, y- you know, you have a, a an ex or not even an ex, like a a, lay, a a female friend of yours buys you a brand new car. And now you got to explain to your girlfriend, "Uh, hey, what the fuck? I'd say, look, baby. I gave her a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, Oh, so it was like it was sympathy. Is that what, was, what this Aww. what this was? It's <laughs> no, we went to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> I told her that if she didn't look, if she looked in the eye, uh, of she the eye doesn't, <laughs> I'll buy her a car. And wouldn't you know it? <laughs> uh so uh Blanche is like, don't worry about that. Look at how fast this 1986 D- Dodson goes. <laughs> Woo! What's... If I could roll these windows down, I'd, I'd show you how t- the wind through my, my hair. Later, Blanche has a bad dream uh, again about her father being dragged through the woods. Act two, it is now June 1986 and Raymond is sick. No, not Raymond. Sick and tired of this shit. <laughs> but also he's he's actually really also he's dying he's really Seems ill to be dying Blanche shows up and brings him food which uh-oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> now Whoops. if wife if wife mother murderer has taught me anything uh, if i'm ever in the hospital any food that's brought to me even from the hospital right on the floor <laughs> nah, I don't, now well, well you don't answer. accept any food that is handed to you which makes it weird when you're at the lunch line and you're like what what is is that grilled salmon and they're like yeah fresh caught and you're like okay i'll try that let me get the uh oh the asparagus looks great and uh just you know what just a little bread just a little bread right there then they hand it to you and you go (laughs) slap it out of the hand you think it's my first day on the job asshole yeah get fucked and then you leave and then you're complaining all day because you didn't eat anything so hungry They're like I think I have some triscuits, and like, I'm like, "Oh yeah, give me those." All right, here's some triscuits. Smash, Smash it on the ground, <laughs> grind it with my heel, you motherfucker! I knew it. You're all against me. You're all perverts. <laughs> You're the ones that are setting my <laughs> underwear out and then letting lighting it ablaze. We're told by Raymond's ex-wife that. Uh, in some kind of interview fashion that she feels that Blanche really did care for Raymond based on what in she could way. tell but the reverend is still in the picture and continues uh to ask blanche to marry him uh and she lies to him and she says well you know the, our passion you healthy first Our well she's talking to the reverend uh oh that's right She's not talking to Raymond, the Reverend and the Raymond. She's talking to the Reverend and she lies to the Reverend though. And she says, well, you're the only one that I'm with. I, 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 she had, she keeps bringing up, she had an ex-husband before for uh, singer, James Taylor. (laughs) She keeps saying James and she says the full name so much so that I was like, is she making up James Taylor, the, the performer? No, no. She's she, seen fire, and he's seen rain. That's right. And this it's, uh, it's it, the, your smiling face was written about Blanche. Yeah, and then she, and then he died. And then, and then he, he died. fucking died. She says ever since I uh, my uh, ex husband died because she's she's a widow. Yeah, uh, she says that she's never gotten intimate with anybody until now. The Reverend, but we know that's not true because she's also with Raymond. Right. She's so everybody. I think she might be might be duplicitous. The Reverend also loans her two thousand dollars because she hasn't worked in a year since she's gotten fired from the uh, the grocery store. Yeah. So he loans her some money. So she got this new car and she's got a little bit of scratch coming in. All right. Living the dream. However, she asked the Reverend to pick up some ant killer for her because she says yeah. she has ants. In her house. She needs all the ant killer, you know, because the largest size because get two of those. I would if if there was a pervert killer, I Uh would ask to pick that up. But the ant killer tends to do the the job as as well. well. And she mentions it by brand name. As I says, I want Auntie Ant, Auntie Ant. Yeah, I want the she's like, I want the liquid version. Give me the big drum. Uh, go to the store. Larry knows. Ask for Larry. He will tell you exactly what tell drum you, of of this ant killer I want. Don't tell him it's from me <laughs> or for <laughs> they, me. They stopped selling it to me. The government started asking some questions. So yeah. just tell but, them. Tell them uh, you're doing some landscaping or something. At the hospital, Raymond is still not doing well, uh, but he says, "I want you to marry me, Blanche." She just got offers. For marriage, left and right. Oh my goodness! It's, it's like it's like me a week before prom. <laughs> All just the ladies, people, women falling to their to their knees, Please, just saying, Mark. "Mark, I'm begging you, stop setting fire to my underwear." <laughs> we'll say, see. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll surprise you with my choice. You, you, you guys all, so you're, all, you're all going to be gone Saturday <laughs> night from like five to 10, huh? Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm just, okay. I've yeah. just, okay. No, I'll be there. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> You'll know I'm there. <laughs> uh, But then uh, Raymond also hands over power of attorney to Blanche, which Mark, I'm just going to get this out of the way. You can have my power of attorney if you'd like. (laughs) All right. I don't know what you'll be able to do. Still going to poison you, Andrew. Well, I know. I'm. (laughs) You don't have to. I'm just letting you know. You can have it now. You don't. You don't have to do any harm to me. If you want to 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 uh, put me in the nut house or whatever, just for giggles, like fuck it, fine. I was just going to waste that time and money anyway, so I'd rather somebody else have fun with it.
1: Raymond's cashing
0: your pension checks, (laughs) (laughs) and I and I'm sitting in the nut house, going like, I hope he's having a good time. (laughs) I hope he is. I hope he's enjoying himself. As they're they, I'm like in an electroshock machine. They put the mouth guard in my mouth, and I'm like, I just have one thing to say. Uh, tell Mark I also buried some money in the backyard. He he should have access to that as well. Gotcha. I bite my own tongue off. Yeah. However, Raymond's son does not trust Blanche. He's like, there's something about this woman. This woman that swiped in, took power of attorney, Uh buried our father on his deathbed, and is now in control of all of the insurance payouts. I don't know what it is, but something rubs me the wrong way. The the lucrative uh, Raymond, uh, you know, estate, This assistant manager at some small grocery store. Uh, I'm glad she picked the 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 juiciest plum off the tree on this one. Real gold digger. October 1987. Raymond dies. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break it to you like this, but Raymond, Raymond has died. Lost, but not forgotten. Blanche pushes the doctors to not perform an autopsy. She said you couldn't. Okay. Now she says now this is going to seem weird but you guys couldn't figure out what was wrong with them. And I'm sorry. The clock has expired. All <laughs> right now he's dead. And you, you, you couldn't figure it out in time. Now he's dead. Now he's, he's ours. We're going to put him in the ground. She says, dear, Mr. Policeman, I gave you all the clothes. <laughs> you, you didn't figure it out in time. So I, that's on that's on you. That that's is on your, you. You're it's, the bad, you're the bad guy. You can't, you know, if you're a football team and you can't just ask for a couple more, more extra minutes to score a touchdown, you could not do it. All right. Yeah. So we won. I don't know what I won. I'm just I'm just saying (laughs) is I'm not sure how it's a competition, but 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 we'll see what happens. Blanche goes to the bank because she has power of attorney and technically, even though they weren't married as well, because she turns down his marriage proposal. uh, Blanche is also giving. It's this is classic negotiation. Someone says, "Will you marry me. You got to say no, but make a counter offer. So you're like, (laughs) no. But no, but I, of a current, of a I will, I will take your money. And they're like, Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Blanche is Blanche is gotten power of attorney. and also becomes the executor of Raymond's estate, which is wild. Like how, like this, what did the sons do to to fuck this up so mad that they couldn't even be considered the executor of his estate? Cause um, they weren't married. That's true. I thought doesn't it as because she has power of attorney, attorney, she can't assign herself. No, I'm saying like, why, why wouldn't the, why wouldn't Raymond consider his sons to be the executors of the estate? Well, he's dead, but he gave all of that to her before he died. Yeah. So this, so did he not trust his sons to do right by him? I, I don't trust them. Where were they when he was sick and hungry and someone was spooning <laughs> potato soup down his gullet? I guess that's true. Uh, she pulls out all of Raymond's savings from the bank, which totals about $8,000. Oh, yes. Women and dough. Later, uh, Blanche has some more bad memories about her father. And it seems that her father was prostituting herself prostituting blanche out yes as a child as a child so we found we found the real creep it's her father yeah she she tells this to the reverend she says i've been having these dreams and he consoles her he says i don't think any less of you i'm glad you were able to open up to me it makes me love you even more blanche pushes him away and says that was my mom's story that wasn't me i don't know what you're talking about you're crazy i'm not on trial here and storms away randomly we then cut to a scene where blanche is getting a mammogram <laughs> i think she mentioned something to, doesn't she mention something to her friend that's like oh i have a brew or like oh my my boob hurts she's like, it should be fine. And then a couple of days, a couple of scenes later, she's getting a mammogram. She's getting a mammogram. And then she's at a bar later worried she might have breast cancer. Yeah. She also mentions to her friend who does have cancer, Mm -hmm. but is drinking. And she's like, I'm going to live forever smoking. (laughs) Nothing's going to stop me. She mentions to her friend that she's getting a bit sour on the reverend. Oh, you always want the next thing. Who uh, the lady is like, the, the, her friend is like, well, I don't understand. He seems very kind and generous. And uh, they like intimate that he's also generous in bed. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> but uh, to Blanche, that's like a, 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 a dislike. That's a thumbs down from her. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "I." she's like, I got stuff to do, all right? I I can't. I can't be. I can't be waiting all day. All right. I'm gonna set an egg timer. When that goes off, we're done. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna read for 30 minutes and then I'm gonna go to sleep. Carson's on. He's got Burt Reynolds. I want to watch that. Gonna be weird. Blanche then gives the Reverend the cold shoulder because uh, he's, he's he tries to go talk to her, and she hasn't called him in a handful of months it turns out that she did have cancer and she has received a mastectomy because of it. Yes. She worries that she isn't going to be seen as attractive anymore to the reverend and shows him her chest. And he says, it doesn't matter to me. I love you just the same, like a very saintly man. This reverend is because everything uh, he is, he's willing to, to, to be with Blanche, regardless of the fact that he's, hearing rumors that he like oh she killed a guy killed guy she had an affair he's acting weird and she yelled at you when you were when I mean, she brought up something that she wanted to talk about yeah she pulled you aside you asked a single question she blew up at you yeah uh but he's like it doesn't matter i want to be with you asked her to marry him again she finally says yes it's now may 1988 and while planning for their wedding the reverend admits because he's like now that we're engaged i have to tell you (laughs) something now that it's (laughs) too late we're engaged he says i he's like have you ever wondered why i've never you never it doesn't you never ask any questions why uh what happened to my ex-wife she says i assumed you killed her like all your (laughs) everybody else kills their exes yeah, ex-wife has an ex-life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. It's funny. We get it. We get it because we both killed our spouses. Yeah, we, it's we can laugh about this. And we'll do it again. And, uh, <laughs> and she's like, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, allegedly <laughs> winks at him. Uh, she says in bed. Huh? Uh-huh. No. What? He tells her that uh, he says. Well, I got a divorce from my wife because Mm -hmm. I had an affair with the secretary in the church. Oh, Jesus. My wife told me to admit it to my congregation, which I did. Then I never saw her again. But uh, uh, and I felt like I was never going to love again. But I met you and I'm a changed man. So isn't it fun to tell? Like we, we, oh you told me that story about yourself and now I'm telling you about myself. This is intimacy. You know, we we open up, we tell things we're the old, you know, we, the deepest, most private parts of ourselves. We open up to one another because we're, that's what the bond we have is. Why do you look so mean and sour? Like your face changed. (laughs) Blanche says that's great to hear i love it yes <laughs> through gritted teeth the reverend then goes to the hospital Oh, you sick <laughs> that's weird it's odd how that works blanche thinks it's shingles she's like i don't know it's lupus or shingles <laughs> or it's, i don't know legionnaire's disease probably uh whatever whatever they got now it's sars um it's, it's probably SARS. <laughs> Swine flu. Is that a thing now? Is that a thing here? Bird in 88? It's bird flu. It's just something with chickens. Raymond's boys are quibbling with Blanche about getting money out of her that the estate had left over. They go and they say, well, look, here's the deal. You're the executor of the estate and you got an insurance policy paid out despite the fact that you're not married to him. But there's like five grand left over that we feel like the family should have and yes. not you, some lady who I'm pretty sure killed our dad. <laughs> she says, You're crazy. Look at all this. Listen to all this crazy talk. I'm not on trial here. Get these perverts out of my house. Stop, Stop burning, burning my, my underwear. <laughs> Stop using dirty catheters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they don't really get a hard answer out of her. She seems to be a bit wishy-washy about what she's going to do with that money. She's like, oh, you'll get your money. You'll get your money. Ethel, Blanche's friend, is, uh, as Benjamin before, is finally giving up. She's, it turns out that uh, promise to live forever with cancer, not going as well as we had hoped. Not that <laughs> we have hit some snags. She's dying, uh, and she doesn't want to go to the hospital either. Blanche sees her at her deathbed and then Ethel talks about leaving her husband earlier in her life because she rolled over in bed at 35 and said, I don't want to see this face before I die. And I like a chill went up my spine. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Is that that how like marriage works? That's what it is. You roll over and look at your partner and you're like, this will be the face that uh, just floats over my, my body right before I pass into the other world. Um, that's, I think that's in your vows most of the time, isn't it? <laughs> I will be haunting you <laughs> whether I'm dead or you're dead. Whoever goes first, it's, we're gonna be staring at each other. She also says, Did you ever think that life was gonna turn out to be this way? Yeah. Your, your job's a joke, you're broke, your love life's DOA. Thanks, okay. It's like your life's always stuck in second gear, folks. And uh, like it hasn't been your day, your month, your week, or even your or year here. but guess what? I'll kill you. <laughs> Lance is like, I love that song. With arsenic too. But uh she says but, Yeah, Blanche Blanche says she's she's like, Well, yeah, I, I I didn't think my life was gonna turn out this way. I thought I'd have a bigger body count by now. But you know <laughs> I mean with the you hit roadblocks. You get you have kids. You know, think and it's like people don't see success until 40 now. So let's not worry about it. Act three, the reverend that tells Blanche uh that he's While he's in the hospital, he tells Blanche that he's going to go from the hospital to his sisters because he doesn't want to have her be burdened over caring for him because he's like, look, I'm a reverend. I've seen the sick before. I see what recovery looks like. Gross. And I don't want you to have to be my nurse uh, before we even married. After we're married. Yes, you have to take care of me hand and foot. Sickness and in health. A lot of sickness, I'm mostly sickness, basically nothing but sickness. Just just get the word health right out of there. <laughs> Later, the Reverend calls on New Year's Eve to uh, what I assume is what Mark was doing during his New Year's Eve this year. <laughs> She's sitting by herself in her pajamas, like watching not even like the national uh, New the Year's Eve coverage. It's the local <laughs> affiliate coverage of New Year's Eve. I want to see what's going on on uh, KTLA five. Yeah, I want to know what's happening down in like uh, Alhambra, like how they're how they're ringing. (laughs) They're they're dropping a big fish. Oh, Oh, that's that's, hilarious! That's fun. Jamie Kennedy is hosting this countdown. Now I have to be there and then fall asleep at like ten forty five. Yeah, just and with candles burning as well. You you were smoking a cigar. blanche i've laid out my own underwear <laughs> yeah <laughs> door left wide open in the hopes that perverts come in but everyone's they're out perving at the new year you're, you're, you're already where you want to be the reverend calls and says i'm around i'm in town uh why don't we hang out new year's eve blanche says oh i have i have so many things to do I have things. i'm not this. that kind of lady that you can just call out of the blue to have come hang out with you, especially on New Year's Eve. I have a cotillion to go to. <laughs> Blanche then hangs up the phone and pulls out a tape recorder that had Raymond's voice on it and listens to the tape and says that she misses him. What Do you remember what was on this tape? Like, was she recording a phone call or something? Because Rain- I would have <laughs> loved it if it was his like thoughts to self, TV series about uh, like... Like a real hunky like assistant <laughs> manager. Uh, like a grocery store, like a yeah, small like a grocery, grocery store. store or... In a small town, but like everybody likes him and no one laughs at him. Yeah. Maybe his name's like Graymond. Lay Layman. Lay-, Lay Layman. And that's yeah. like what they call him because he gets a lot of action. Cause he does he does see a lot of strange. <laughs> <laughs> and his yeah. boss thinks he's cool. <laughs> Everyone thinks layman is cool. yeah no he's uh earlier in the movie we see that he's like recording on like a little uh, tape recorder he's like doing inventory and he's like, oh two chocolate bars <laughs> one Sanka. oh we're gonna have to order some more Sanka <laughs> But uh, she's like, oh I miss you Raymond. It's a shame you died. Or could you have left me <laughs> Red, the reverend and blanche uh later then get married inside an empty church the reverend goes in to give blanche a smooch and she's like looking at the clock or she's thinking about like she's like oh shoot did i turn the gas oven off she's like there's gonna be some traffic i leave. <laughs> we should we should i should leave now we get yeah. out of this Later at their house that they live in together, the Reverend is having a uh, bad time of it. Seems to be getting very ill again. Again. And says he's feeling ill. He's like, I'm not feeling too well. (laughs) And Blanche, instead of taking him to the hospital, like he had asked, she's like, I'm going to make you some, my famous (laughs) loaded baked potato soup. (laughs) That'll fix you right up. (laughs) If this doesn't heal you, nothing will. I don't know what will. Much later, it turns out, uh, apparently, the sanity prevails and the, the Reverend is taken to the hospital and Blanche is there and the Reverend is not looking, ladies and gentlemen, it's not looking good for the old Reverend. He's looking very sick. And we are told that uh, uh, Blanche Blanche told the Reverend's son while he was in the hospital that the Reverend was screwing around on her Blanche me that the, that the person that he had uh, the affair with, with the, uh, the son's mother, his ex came oh. sniffing around, and and he was he was he was hound dogging all around town, Tom Catton. And uh she was like, So keep that in mind. So I the don't think that about your father? The son doesn't really believe this. Yeah. The doctor uh, at this hospital ran a toxicology report. Uh he the reverend. The Reverend was getting wheeled by. He was eating an apple. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ars- that's arsenic. arsenic. <laughs> that's the toxicology report as the guy walks by. How are you feeling? I'm a little sick. Probably arsenic. You got arsenic. The doctor says he ran a toxicology report, which apparently was not run on Raymond. And he says, look, I don't know if this guy was like mainlining arsenic or like butt chugging this stuff, but like it is he's he's basically like 80% arsenic at this point. He's I, I, in fact, I I'm, I'm worried uh, just his, his pores of his skin being open. We're all in danger. Just we're standing all, in yes. this hallway. Two nurses have died administering <laughs> IDs. The guys like that. That's that flower that stinks. That blooms every hundred years. Yeah. It's like you just walk in there and you just feel him just his presence is there uh and and blanche is like what that's what? how does how does one get arsenic Arse, arson ar, how do you spell that i don't even know what that is. Not i'm ar- sure is that is that a is that a new tiktok <laughs> Are we i would love to do a tiktok dance named arsenic yeah uh he says um the doctor says <laughs> and then you dab i'm gonna uh, yeah. film me i'm gonna do the arsenic right I'm doing, now i'm doing I'm, I'm doing, doing the, the arsenic dab dabbing yeah. and then No, the doctor says, no, for for this amount of arsenic, he would have had to ingested it because she says, well, he was around a lot of he was in the uh, garden. He was in the garden. He had a lot of pesticides and and he loves anti ant. It's his favorite thing in the world. And I I tell him, I'm like, you got to at least I would limit yourself to have like four a day. Yeah. Like, but no, he was six packs, eight packs. That guy just loved going through the ant killer. He said, go to the store, give me a big tall boy ant killer. I, I'm feeling thirsty. Doctor says, no, in order to be, have this much arsenic, you're going to have to ingest. You're going to have to ingest a lot of it. He says, so for preventative measures, we're going to put him in a special ward and on top of that, there's going to have to be a, a sitter present for any person going into that room. So Blanche is like, well, that seems That's, excessive. Come on. What is I mean, he going yes, to do let's, You know what? Let's keep everyone else out, but not me. I mean, I'm married to the man and he loves I his Tato like, soup. He, he tells lives- me all the time. He says, I love that green foul smelling <laughs> Tato soup. Give it to me. I like it. That, I like that it comes out of the jar that has the the, the pirate logo on it. I love that, that at the end of the day, you have to throw the bowl away that it was in because there's a big hole in the bottom of it. <laughs> Police visit the reverend in his hospital room and they say, and he tells them, they say, I don't, Reverend, I don't want to cast aspersions here, but your, your (laughs) wife, your wife, I, I, it's not, I I just, I I just, I just had a couple questions. I just want to ask you a couple questions about your wife. Um, just one, just one. I got a wife. She loves cooking. She Uh. she tells me all the time she loves making potato soup, but, Usually, she doesn't reach underneath the sink to get it. Uh, what, what ingredients she's going to put in the potato soup? He they ask, they say, What happened with her exes and her friends that also have seemed to have died recently? All these people that are dying. The Reverend says that he's been told that Blanche's ex died of a heart attack and that yeah. her friend Raymond died of Gilbar syndrome. You buy that. Is that something you, <laughs> huh? mm-hmm. uh, which the doctors also thought that they think they thought the reverend had that syndrome as well. So he's like, it's huh, the damnedest thing. What a what a coincidence. Two guys, that's two guys both getting Gilbard that also that uh, the date the same lady. That's that's wild. it's weird. Well, the police don't really buy this. So June 13th, 1989, they dig up Raymond's grave do a forensics test on it. Guess what Mark? Arsenic. oh no. Blanche takes a lie detector test uh as well to and denies any wrongdoing. Doesn't seem to do well. The cops then think about it and they say, "Well, wait a minute. She had an ex-husband and he died." Smash so cut artist James James Taylor. James Taylor. That's right. Former president James Taylor. <laughs> which this is the funniest. The, this the funniest is where it becomes thing. comical. This is a, yeah, because the cops look at each other and they're like, I wonder about the ex." smash cut to <laughs> backhoe, digging up the grave of her ex-husband who uh, then turns out based on the toxicology report, we pulled from that corpse, lots of arsenic in that system. Right. Uh, they then talk with Blanche and they say, look, I, 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 look, I don't want. We've all been there. I, I don't want to. It's not my job to judge, but <laughs> or find criminals. Uh, but at the same time, we we dug up your 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 ex husband, A lot of killer. arsenic in there. Yeah, we dug up your friend friend Raymond. Yeah, lots of arsenic in that guy. Uh huh. And then your current husband is just. It's filled to the gills with arsenic, right? Do you have like an explanation for this? It's it's weird that all three of these people would have the exact same uh, uh, poisoning uh, inside their bodies. Let me ask you this. Why is it that you as a police officer? Yes. Every person that you interact with living or dead seems to have arsenic in them. I find that suspicious. Where were you? Have you ever heard a James Taylor song? I mean, being evasive. Answer the question. I'm not answering anything further until I get my lawyer. (laughs) She says, well, Raymond was suicidal and so was my ex-husband and they must have gotten a funnel and drank a bunch of arsenic. (laughs) So that's... Which, I don't know. There's something in the water, which is wild. Like in terms of being a suicidal, like I can't think of a worse way to commit suicide. Right. That's just like ingesting arsenic over months to just absolutely just <laughs> completely dissolve your insides. I want to I feel, you might as you might as well just all the way. Yeah. For weeks and weeks and weeks. I want to just really languish in the pain. Like, uh, you know, you might as well just swallow a hot coal if you're really going to do that. Oh, God. Like, what? That's 30 minutes and you're done? I guess. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's like, just... You're going to micro-dose arsenic over months just to really feel terrible. (laughs) This is what the millennials have been doing at work. (laughs) They teach you on TikTok how to micro-dose arsenic. (laughs) Just take an eyedropper, just a little bit in your Tato soup, and then stir it up. Uh, The cops then are like... Well, wait a minute, how did her father die? <laughs> and again, smash cut just back oh beep beep. Which it this has got to be purposefully edited to be like a comedy beat because they look at each other and they're like, The thing's gotta have a tailpipe, doesn't it? Like it's <laughs> it's that kind of reveal, yeah. Uh so they dig up the the father's grave, who's been dead for several years, but apparently we're told earlier that arsenic. It stays in the body forever that fingernails yeah, and hair follicles will uh, still pick it up arsenic and the dad too to be clear uh-huh the police go to the reverend and they're like reverend <laughs> Look, a lot man. of a evi- lot of evidence here i don't want to i don't want to bum you out i know you're in the hospital and the american healthcare system is going to stick you with like seventy thousand dollars worth of this in terms of debt but and I know you. I know you haven't had your delicious baked, pot- loaded baked potatoes. I see it there, cooling on the windowsill. was I, too hot. I know you um, want to get to apparently it. Apparently, it's melting the bowl. Is what it Not looks sure like. Not sure how it got. It's boiling, <laughs> but like one slow bubble seems to be rising from it, and then what, there's like a little wispy cloud. A lot of dead pigeons around it too. Don't know how that came to be. We should probably close that window. <laughs> the Reverend is like, "That is my wife, you horse's, <laughs> horse's ass." ass. That is my, I won't listen to you mischaracterize the love of my life. And they say, oh, by the way, she had sex with Raymond. She had the (laughs) sex. And this, like, they they basically tell the Reverend that she murdered all these people and tried to murder you. And he's like, get out of here with your sack of lies. And they're like, oh, and she banged Raymond and that's like what she said she didn't she said they were friends highball glass against the wall blanche shows up uh to visit the reverend and he says this marriage is over oh baby i know you were on the edge of your seat you thought we were gonna i was gonna say something else but no Raymond. if you guys can't make it or Walter, whatever your name is. The Reverend, if you guys can't make it, what what hope do we have? What hope do we have? Uh, Not a chance in the world if those two crazy kids can't make it work. On a windy day, the cops roll up to Blanche's house on July 18th, 1989. She is arrested. We get an interview bite from her saying she didn't appreciate all of these mischaracterizations, wants to sue all those involved, the police department, the the DA, the, the reverends, the backhoe yeah, cooperator, the 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 pesky kids, the um the people at Arby's for ripping off her loaded baked potato soup recipe. But the I will tell you, you know who's absolved of all this? The perverts. All right, they were just doing their job. They were doing underwear. what they love. <laughs> and and if you can't do that in life, if you they say if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. <laughs> finding my underwear and earning safe. an honest day's living being a colossal pervert burning underpants on someone's bed we could all i wish i had a quarter of the joy that that brought to a pervert passion that these perverts got we then get a title card uh as we are told in 1990 that blanche was convicted of murder of raymond yeah and she's currently on death row in North Carolina, waiting appeal. Now, this movie came out in 1993. Mark, I'd like you to guess what is currently up with Blanche, uh uh Taylor Moore. Uh Taylor I'm, gonna, I'm gonna guess that the uh I'm gonna guess that she was released under the Bush administration. Which Bush? Oh, I guess it'd be W. W. Yeah you at some point she was released under the w administration after appeal yeah the wheels of justice mark she is still on death row oh my god she is still waiting for her appeal she Uh, is alive and she is 88 years old and still denies having anything to do with any of these murders the system works the system works ladies and gentlemen and that's the end of black widow murders the blanche taylor moore story Mark, what did you think of this film? Andrew, this film was depressing. Yeah. Um, Gets funny in the end, but something about watching someone slowly poison a group of people is not appealing. You know, it's, you have to imagine if uh, things had broken a different way in 1975 when Halloween came out and they were like, all right, Michael Myers, you know, he's gonna kill some babysitters, how? will slowly poison them (laughs) not exactly thrilling so it's it's just it's constantly that scene of him where he like pokes his head around the bushes and then disappears but it's him like watching somebody eat a loaded baked potato soup but he like looks up through the window and then he like disappears so yeah yeah eat it all um um, 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 um. it's him swapping thermoses you know at the job (laughs) work sites people are like this tastes this is like a metallic taste to it but oh well Tastes like almonds yeah this uh, again as we stated before at the top i i thought this was going to be a little bit more like wife mother murderer that it's like so over the top ridiculous yeah you know judith light is playing her her like a twin sister (laughs) which is just wild this if fake invented twin sister Well, also, also wife, mother, murderer had your favorite character of all time, which is a doctor, co-worker. shit. (laughs) that's another thing. There was no there was no like petty. She's brought down because of petty reasons. Like, no, the police did their job and actually exhumed bodies and found this out as opposed to wife, mother, murderer, where she got unraveled by (laughs) a co-worker who was like. (laughs) I don't believe for a fucking second she went to Naples. Not a second. (laughs) Fuck her. And I will do everything in my power to expose her lies. I will bring her down. I bet she didn't play Nintendo 4. All right. Her uncle uncle didn't work for Nintendo. Yeah, and even if her even if her father is a race car driver i don't imagine he lets her drive the car sometimes no they're not going to they're not going to let an untrained person go to the brickyard and race and, and and also she said the car went like 700 miles per hour no, no. cars don't go that fast no car goes that fast <laughs> she was what? topping out at 225 at the most at most but I don't think she. Again, have you ever seen the banks on those on those tracks? It's it would be it's intensely scary for an untrained driver. I don't buy it. And there's again, you pan over to the coworkers that are just eating their sandwiches. It's like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, All right. <laughs> that stuff is good. This is just kind of plods along, and it's it's like you know uh, Elizabeth Montgomery does a great job in this uh, uh, playing blanche uh, and it's it does also leave you with the you know you you she still denies it but uh, they do leave you some outs of why she listened to the tape of raymond well she's crazy (laughs) well i mean there's that too uh but you know i guess if you really wanted to look into it you could be like maybe she didn't murder those guys <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it, was, it a was a coincidence maybe they were suicidal and wanted to kill themselves with snake. i don't know i'm not ai wasn't there shadow of a doubt andrew but it isn't as wild as other but I don't know. What do you think about this in terms of a sweeps movie? I guess it's like I mean it's scintillating. It's yeah, ripped ripped from the the headlines. headlines. It's there's not like violence, but it's about murders. There's also like it's tawdry stuff where people are kissing and banging and doing all sorts of stuff. You're gonna see Samantha's back as she's wearing a negligee. (laughs) So that's, that's hot. That's hot. Uh i don't know would you recommend this film mark absolutely not no Boring. this is a bit of a there's a miss for me as well but it, only because we wanted the the you know it's like Make it insane you want it to be it's ripped from the headlines usually these movies are good for being insane also i don't i didn't know the story of blanche taylor more before i did de- we dove into this so but wife mother murderer was supposedly based on a true story as well so yeah all right. Well, this is a miss. I'm sorry, Mark. I'm sorry. Nobody's angry at you. I'm sorry. I, we got I to see Stephen Root. That was fun. I like that. And we got to learn about perverts who set underwear on fire. <laughs> so that's the gift that keeps on giving. That The cops didn't think for a second that maybe that's like, we could have nipped this all in the bud years ago if they were like looking at the police report and they said, they think that she says she thinks that perverts set her underwear on fire. Oh, did you want that to be a reveal too at the end where they're like, what, hap- what did happen to her underwear? Smash cut to Smash land, cut. land landfill. <laughs> oh, there's arsenic in this. There's a lot of, lot of arsenic in these underpants. <laughs> well, we look forward to next time where we continue our love-filled month of February. <laughs> Love, hash, italics, quotation marks. We're watching one of the most recent films we watched here on television movie night from 2021, which makes me curious how they shot it in the midst of a pandemic. (laughs) From Lifetime, it's my husband's killer girlfriend. I know what you're gonna say. You hit a cop. Are you insane? Oh, that. Look, I found her. What are you talking about? The nanny from hell? She's my ex-husband's new girlfriend. You know you just pissed away your bail bond, right? There'll be an arrest warrant out for you within the hour. I know. Listen, Amelia, come in now, and maybe I can salvage something from this fiasco. Not yet. I need more proof. Proof of what? That they're in this together. Look, you're my lawyer, aren't you? Just cover for me. Mark, you picked this one out. Yeah, so I'm expecting there's a throuple situation because she, it's not my ex-husband's. It's my husband's My girlfriend. husband's killer girlfriend. And I guess maybe shes they're okay with Open it. to it. They're both maybe doing different things. I don't, I, again, having this released in 2021, I guess they probably shot it the same year if I had to guess, but not expecting a lot of crowd shots in this. Yeah, a lot of... Shot. a lot of, a lot of, a lot empty of two words. shots where people are six feet apart <laughs> uh but that's for next time again 2021's lifetime original movie my husband's killer girlfriend but if you'd like to listen to past episodes find more uh more about the wife mother murderers that live inside all of us go to soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast you can email us at TV Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash TV movie night. You can subscribe to us, listen to us on iTunes and leave a review there. That'd help us out greatly. You can also subscribe to us on Spotify and leave a review there. (laughs) Isn't technology wonderful. And you can also listen to us on Stitcher, Stitcher, which allows you to stream Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone, all that information and more soundcloud.com forward slash. TV, movie, night, podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, a little bit of a mystery reveal here. Something Uh-oh. a little exciting. Mm-hmm. You ever notice how you do your laundry? Sometimes. I'm always missing like a sock or some underwear. Oh, oh, God. Well, yeah? I know where they are. Oh. Check your bed. Oh, 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 fuck. A pull, pin, aim, shoot, spray fire extinguisher there it is yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> i'm pantomiming ladies and gentlemen a fire extinguisher those are flames i'm oh oh is you? okay good thanks <laughs>